Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 222, recorded on Sunday, December 23rd, 2012, two days after the Mayan non-apocalypse. I guess I'll have to try again. I'm Rob, your host for today. Wing is out and about, traveling the country, visiting family, and we had decided to take this week off for the holidays and uh, actually do something a little special for you guys. So for this episode, it will be a classic episode. It's going to be uh, a replay of episode number 129, which was a live show of this Xbox Life that we recorded back on February 6th, 2011. And uh, it was a really fantastic show. I hope you guys enjoy it. And here we go. Happy holidays. This is uh, welcome to this Xbox Life episode 129. This is Mark, aka Wingman709, and we have a very special treat because this is our live community episode. We have a room full of people right now. We've got the hosts from this Xbox Life as well as Achievement Hounds with us, and this is just going to be a crazy, wild show. Uh, warn you now if. Um, you know, bear with us for the audio. Everybody's calling in with different uh, hookups and methods, so uh, we apologize. Uh, you just have to bear with it for this episode. Um, but with that, I'm going to throw it over for introductions, and I guess we'll start uh, with uh, Bron. I am Bron, BJ Swick 33, also known as Master Sergeant, Sergeant Person, Shooter Person to the Extreme. <laughs> Oh, we've got to talk about that later on in the show. And uh, the one rarely seen but uh, still loved, Mr. Presar. All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? I guess I'm also known as uh, Xbox Free. <laughs> or Xbox and, Live Free, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and, Rob, now all these people can finally say they saw you online because they see you in the chat room. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's kick it over to to Eric. Yeah, what's up? I'm Eric, aka Elite E Dog Four Twenty, and Mr. Franco. Yeah, Ravioli Capone in the house or in the shoe. In yeah, the shoe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, talking in the shoe. <laughs> kind of smelly in here, but oh well. Op- open up that tongue. Um, <laughs> let's. Uh, we are missing uh, our good buddy Moronic Cow, who who plays both sides uh by doing both shows i guess he's stuck working tonight but we got uh we got everybody else and we got a full crew here we got a bunch of listeners here all ready to talk so uh we're just going to jump in and uh we're going to start we'll share out i think what we'll do is we'll do our well i guess Bron, you've got something that you want to start the show out with don't you yeah i yep i got an email from uh from basically xbox did anybody um if anybody took part in the uh, 
like ESPN college football showdown. You guys probably got emails for like some jerseys and like an ESPN football helmet or something like that. Well, I'm not going to use mine. So for anybody who would like to have this, I'm going to rattle off some codes here for a second. So since you're all on your computers, you can go to xbox.com and make sure you have that activate code if you really want to get this first. <laughs> so um, the first code is going to be a female jersey. Do we have any females here? Or should I just say that maybe to our one female listener? Maybe I'll just send that to her. So let's do a male jersey. Okay. Is everybody ready? I thought Gabbers is in the chat, right? <laughs> and he can't even he can't even say anything back to us because we got him <laughs> muted right now. <laughs> We're picking at him. So, um, so here is the male football jersey. It is F Y K X four. V nine G Q Q R X W P seven D three W K four four Y X W Z. That's for the male jersey, and I'm going to give it a second because I'm actually going to paste it in the chat. <laughs> but I wanted to give people a little chance to uh to type it out. And there's a question from uh Michael or I'm sorry, Machine Gun. I got to scroll back here. Uh where was his name? He had it at the very beginning. Machine uh, Gun and then and then a the number. My apologies. <laughs> I I guess my screen doesn't go back that far, but He's asking where to go for activation codes. Uh, go to xbox.com, and then if you go up to, I believe, Marketplace, there's an option to um, redeem a code, and you can type the code in that Brian just gave you. So um, if you missed it, Brian will have it posted in the chat window shortly, or you know, try it out if you're yeah. if you hear the show now tomorrow. So and don't go away because we're gonna have some more codes throughout the show. And uh should be fun. We got some stuff to give away. And I just posted the uh posted the code in there. So I think Soul's on as well. I don't know if you want to mute him yet or not. And Captain's unmuted as well. <laughs> I think Soul's trying to talk. <laughs> okay, we'll get to him here in a little bit. Dark Eye Defender, I didn't know he was in here. He wins uh, everything. <laughs> you're you're uneligible for for the helmet then. To make make sure we <laughs> to to make yeah, sure we uh, for non non TXL and achievement hound staff. So <laughs> and it was machine gun twenty one oh six. So all right, did yeah. you wanna save that uh, next one for a little bit later? Yeah, I'll save it for yeah. a little bit later. Alrighty. Okay, then let's just jump into our favorite part, and this is where we're gonna we're gonna get our community in here, uh, sharing some stuff. But we'll start out with uh, let's go with Achievement Hounds, and let's hear what uh, what they've had to, what they've been playing this week. All right, two worlds too. I'll keep it short. <laughs> how how you liking it? I know you're 
I know you're excited cool. for it. It's a it's a lot better than the first one, which is not saying a whole lot, but it's pretty good, pretty fun. It's definitely an RPG that's gonna hold you over till Skyrim comes out. It's looking like a really long game. Not gonna hold me over till Skyrim comes out, but the average person it'll hold them over till Skyrim comes out. Huh. And you know you're probably the only person that's bought that game, right? Based uh-huh. on like the uh-huh. way. <laughs> I got I got I got like three or four people on my list playing it. But you know, uh-huh. that's that's the kind of people that I roll with is people that buy weird games like that. Uh-huh. I like it. It's fun. Definitely not everybody's cup of tea. <laughs> but that's about it. Alright. By you, Franco. Well, I'm just, uh, I just, we just recorded a show yesterday, so I'm not going to go too deep into all my stuff. Anyway, so I'm just juggling two games right now, uh, Dead Rising 2 and Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Uh, hopefully, I'll be done with those here shortly. Um, but yeah, just juggling those two. Big big games take a while. They're fun. Multiplayer is fun, too, on both of them. So, anyways, that's all I'm doing right now. Uh, um, cool. So, so no, like... No, like Barbie's Big Adventure or anything like that. Um, I, I'm looking. I'm looking for one. I can't find it. I got one yesterday in the mail. Just wait till you see. Just wait till the next show that we put out, and wait till you see what I've been playing. Yeah, because it's, it's either it's either Barbie shows or Kyle learning the jerk. It's always the uh, the funny thing going on. Yeah. So. Well, it'll be a funny one. All right. Alrighty. Well then, turn, uh, let's go with Breesar. Did he did he play anything this week? He actually did. So I'm continuing my little run through here with Torchlight. I know uh, I know Wing you played it for a little bit. It, it's it's an awesome game. If you guys haven't tried it yet uh, on a PC, it's been out for a couple of years and it's coming to Xbox Live uh, Arcade uh, well, later on this year sometime. But other than that, I did uh, play some more Connect Adventures, Connect Sports, and I, I, got, I got to say that, you know, actually, first off, thanks to Wing helping me out uh, a couple weeks back, I got the Connect moved up to a much better position, and now the thing works properly. And the room that I thought would be huge doesn't seem to be big enough. But uh, yeah, the games are much better with other people much, much better with other people. And I think we mentioned that before on one of the other shows. And uh, I had my brother-in-law over today, and we were playing some more, had some bowling and, you know, a couple other games. And I mean, they're, they're fun. They're, but I'm just wondering how long uh, longevity is going to be on those things before it gets boring. And, you know, we need those other titles to come out. Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All righty. So, Brian, did you want to go? Sure. Um, mine's kind of a short list, too. I've been playing Bad Company 2, of course. Um, Tiger Woods 11, started getting back into that, playing some golf, because uh, I can't play in real life. I stink at it. <laughs> and I've playing, uh, started to play some more Mass Effect, so I'm enjoying that. Cool. So you're continuing on with Mass Effect then? 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and I have played another game, which is Risk. And uh, today was playing a game um, with Soul and Gabbers first, and they decided to team up against me. And then, you know, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> um, as soon as you know they're, they're going against me, just because you know I was getting lucky, I, I couldn't help it. And uh, <laughs> then it was a four-player game. We added you, Wing, to the game, and we were allies. And it was like right off the bat of the game, they were going after me again. And um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm laughing because they're typing a bunch of messages right now. <laughs> um, so, you know, we were we were allies for a little bit. And, and you ended up winning that game. But even when we moved to Battlefield, it was like, you know, they didn't want to have me on their team anymore. So... Uh, <laughs> But I, I I don't know. Soul even said that he didn't like me anymore, which, you know, after I turned off Max Barks, I actually started to cry. <laughs> oh. oh. All right. Well, good times, good times with Risk. Uh, is that it for this week? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. Um, I played uh, Risk Factions as well, as you mentioned. Um, I also played Enslaved. I've started playing that one. That's a really fun game. Um, it bombed commercially, of course. Another one of those that bombed that I actually really enjoy. Um, if you haven't tried this game, I highly recommend you guys go rent this. It is a very fun game. I think it's very well done. Uh, I played some Rock Band 3. Uh, I did finish off Dead Space 2. And when I say finish off, that just means I completed a single-player campaign. That does not mean I one gate it. So just to be clear... Um, I finished the game, completed the campaign. Uh, it was a fun game. It was hard. I played it on the easiest mode, and it was still hard. Um, I can't imagine how... I know Kyle's playing it on, like, super insane. I don't know how he's doing it. Good luck to him, man. Um, played some Pinball FX2. I think I beat Eric. I took a leader, another board away from him. <laughs> and okay. uh, Battlefield 1943. <laughs> And also on the other side of the PS3, I did finish Uncharted. That is an awesome game. And today I started Uncharted 2, and it's just a blast. So that's my gaming for the week. Now what I want to do is we're going to open it up, and I'm going to go try to go down my board, but people's names keep jumping around. So um, we'll start with, uh, in fact, Dark Eyed Defender. I'm going to uh, clear you here to talk. Well, I actually Wing, before you do that. <laughs> yeah. We'll let Dark Eye we'll let Dark Eye Defender go first. If anybody wants to talk about, you know, what you've been playing, hit the request to talk up at the top and we'll just go based off of that. There you since go. The, since the names yeah. are jumping you, around. Yeah, very good. So go ahead, Dark, tell us what you've been playing this week. Well, uh first off I started Dead Space two actually to complete the campaign earlier this week. And then since I'm off school for like a couple days since we had a big ice storm here in Indiana, uh, I decided to crack Shadow Complex out again, try to, and I beat that. And then I rented uh, Fighters Uncaged for the Connect. It's an okay game. I was just not really playing it right, I guess. So, And then I bought King Kong and Cameo used. I haven't checked out Cameo yet. But 
King Kong got 800 out of 1,000 so far on that. Need right. to complete the whole game. And that's it. Cool. All righty. Um, next up, uh, we're going to have Peter Troy. And go ahead and tell us what you've been playing this week. Uh, well, I just made a new goal on TA for 80% game completion. So uh, I've been trying to take some of the scores off the list. Um, I'm starting Resident Evil, which is hard with one person because the AI is terrible on it. And then uh, I've been playing some arcade games, trying to finish up Worms and Pagel. Pagel's pretty rough. And um, next I'm going to start Prototype. And I'm really not looking forward to that. That, yeah. that was a game I did not like. <laughs> so you might want to skip I, that one. <laughs> nah, it wasn't that bad. I played it. I didn't get all the achievements on it, but I thought it was kind of fun. Yeah, I think I got like 30 gamer score and then I quit. But this time I'm going to dedicate myself to it. Nice. Yeah, who needs gamer score though? <laughs> <laughs> that obsessive compulsiveness. Uh, anything else this week, or was that it? Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, just trying to clean up my list a little bit. Well, good luck with uh, prototype. <laughs> <laughs> so. Alrighty, I'm gonna jump over here to Captain Hook. Captain, I hope your your speak or your mic is fixed. Otherwise, we're gonna have to meet you pretty quick. Cause well, let's see what happens here. Go ahead, Captain. Yes, my mic is fixed. I actually called in, so hopefully this is better. Oh, much better. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> um, I played Dead Space Two this week. I I got sick one day uh, accidentally and had to stay home all day and play it. So make sure I finished it. Um, I played some Risk Fractions, and um, I'm okay with that game. I'm I'm having some reservations about it. And um, I played uh, some pinball. I I started looking at pinball game y'all you played, and I've got addicted to to it, and I've really enjoyed that. But Death Space Two is probably one of the best games I've played this year. Um, just really, really enjoyed it. Um, just everything about that game is amazing. And uh, everybody should at least play it, even though it gets hard. And I can't play it at night. I just can't play scary games at night. That's not me. My wife, I came into bed and I said, honey, i got to lay here with you. you got to talk to me because I can't lay in bed with the dark in here. And she just <laughs> laughed at me. <laughs> and made fun. I said, you don't understand. Go play this game and you'll, you'll see how I feel. But that's, that's pretty much what I've been playing. All righty. Thanks, Captain. All right. So next I got um... – do we even want to let Gabbers talk, or <laughs> I guess we will. What have you been playing, Gabbers? <laughs> All right. Um, I also had a couple of days off because of uh, the snowstorm that hit the country, so I played uh, a couple games. Played some GTA 4. I beat Mass Effect for like the 50th time. Pretty sure I'm finally done with the first one. Um, played some Halo, some Madden. And uh, I was brutally stabbed in the back in Risk Factions, and then I played some Battlefield. You weren't stabbed in the back. <laughs> it's brutal. <laughs> now I know how Caesar I'm felt. I'm sensing some tension. Oh, boy. 
All righty. And now okay. Soul's jumping in. Does Soul want to talk about what he's been playing? He didn't raise his hand, so I only got one more person with their hand. Up, okay. and let's go to them. And that will be Mr. Machine Gun. Are you What's there, up? Machine Gun? Yep. How you doing? Good. Pretty much the games I've been playing are Grand Theft Auto 4, um, Red Dead Redemption, pretty much, really. Huh. Cool. Yeah, you have I got PS3 in your. You have PS3 no, in your name. I used, to have, I used to have a PS3, but mine broke. I had the Blu-ray laser of death. Oh. So I kicked the bucket, so I bought an Xbox 360 instead. Oh. Oh, welcome. <laughs> I only got Yeah, welcome. Version. That's all right. You still got an Xbox 360, so you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, prefer, right. I prefer it better anyways. Oh. Uh, that, that brings up a good thing. I'm going to, uh, cause you know, I'm new to the PS3 and there was, I believe, I know Bron wanted to bring this up. Um, Voodoo, do you, tell me unmute you. It looks like you were, you've got a mic now. Are you with us, Voodoo? Oh, he's got no mic. Okay. Um, he wrote in a question, um, because I was making a complaint about, the uh, some stuff I didn't like about the controller, and he wrote in a question saying, um, what don't you like about the PS3 controller? And basically, it was just that I, f I feel like it's too small. I mean, I'm used to, I had the original Xbox, which was giant. Um, I also um, had, now you know, the 360 for quite a few years. So I'm used to, and that's a very comfortable controller. And then when I go to the PlayStation one, it's like everything is so crammed together and I feel like it's this tiny little controller and I'm a big guy so I got big hands and it just doesn't fit in my hand and I don't like the shoulder buttons oh excuse me the shoulder buttons and, the, and then the triggers are weird it's like it's not a real trigger it's I don't know I can't explain it. it's just weird but um it's just something I, you know, that, that's kind of it. it but um, he was pointed out to me that there are some, like, 360-like controllers that are made for the PS3. I have not picked one up yet. I was kind of hoping to get out today to do that. I just didn't have the chance. I think down the road I'll, I'll try to find one of those and, and give it a shot because I think I'll like that a lot better. It'll just be more comfortable. But uh, right now I'm working with it, and I'm I'm adjusting. You know, it's, it's you know I just got to get used to it, and I may be okay with the PlayStation controller once I get used to it. So, um, okay, so that's like, does anybody else want to talk about what they're playing? Or if you do, just click your button, you want to ask a question, and then I'll, I'll unmute you. Otherwise, we're going to move on. And, okay, looks like we're moving on. Um, and of course, the other hosts, if you guys got, you know, just jump in whenever. All you guys are open mics, so. Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so, all right, um, let's see. So, Bron, I guess we can just jump into your first topic, which I covered uh, with the question from Voodoo. And well, I was going to have you, uh, if you wanted, wanted to share with others what your new purchase was, but one of the big things, you talked about in the forums, but um, the one big thing I was wanted to know is, um, you know, how do you like your new purchase versus the old one? And what are the big things you noticed right away? 
Oh yeah. See here, this is this is frustrating too, because I had this money from Christmas and I had it sitting around for a while and I couldn't decide what I wanted to buy and I thought about buying a new Xbox 360s because my I was almost out of hard drive space and I'm like, boy, it'd be nice to have a 250 gig hard drive, but I'm like, why spend 300 bucks just for a bigger hard drive? I mean, my Xbox works. There, there's really no point to spend 300 dollars just to get another box, right? So I'm like, well, I won't buy a PS3, you know, with my own money. You know, you, you kind of in your head, you can kind of justify it because, well, it's Christmas money, you know. It's not coming out of my pocket, you know. So I decided, I, I broke down, decided to buy a PlayStation 3. I'm telling you, it wasn't. Two days later, my CD-ROM drive and my 360 started acting up and wouldn't read game discs and I had to keep I had to like open and close open and close a couple of times to finally get it to read the game disc then the other night I wanted to play Dead Space 2 and I sat here for 20 minutes and I'm not exaggerating my time opening closing opening closing trying to get it to actually read the um, disc it finally did and I was just like that's it so I had to go out and buy a new Xbox which would have been nice to have been able to do a couple of weeks ago had had that drive broke a few days earlier I would have been good um, but I did get a new 360 and I love the fact that I have tons of hard drive space now <laughs> that's the best part um, what's interesting is I guess I really I'd read about this box a while back but when I just went to get this it was just oh, I need a new one so I really forgot about a lot of the stuff that this has like touch sensitive buttons I went to turn it on and it's like you just you're not pressing in a button you just touch it and it makes this weird little noise and it powers up. I was trying to find the eject the tray button and I'm pressing where the old one used to be because the whole thing's black. It's underneath my TV and you, you know I can't really see it. So I'm pressing around. I was like, well, where's the eject button? Finally, all of a sudden, I realized there's this tiny little touch-sensitive button above the dish tray. You just barely touch it and it spits the, you know, the tray open. And I think that's kind of cool. It's not important. you know. It's just a... Uh, it's just kind of neat, you know. Um, not a fan of the look because the, with the chromed on the edges, it just, I don't know. I'm so used to seeing my white one, and I really like the white one. Um, but I do like the black controller. I think that looks pretty cool, even though I got a white battery pack attached to it. <laughs> um, totally forgot it has Wi-Fi. And when I was when I was turning on the first time, I didn't have the the network cable. I didn't have the connect tied in. Um, I was just going to bring it up, um, get it hooked up to the TV because I wanted to. The first thing I was going to do was transfer over. I bought a transfer cable so I could move all my stuff over. So, but as soon as I turned it on, it started to do its initial setup. It says Wi-Fi detected, and I was like, Oh, that's right. So I set that up and was able to pull a cable out that was strung around my room. So. Um, I really liked it as Wi-Fi, and it's not seemed to slow down anything so far. And I was able to remove the Connect's power cord uh, because now it connects to the USB. Well, it's different. It's not a USB cable, but it's real similar. But it is proprietary type. Um, and I plugged that directly in, and I got rid of a power cord for my Connect, which is nice. And overall, the system is definitely quieter, and it seems to boot faster than it did before. Um, so... I'm very pleased all around with it. So, how long did it take you to transfer that 60? Oh my gosh! Well, first of all, when it first went up, it, it asked when you're first turning the thing on and going through the setup, and it has to down. It had to download, you know, the uh, the new updates. 
and then it says, you know, you want to create your gamer tag. And I went to recover the gamer tag. I was thinking, well, I should probably skip this. But I thought it was going to force me to create something anyway. So I'm like, well, let me just pull my gamer tag. It took, uh, it was, I think it was 20 minutes to recover my gamer tag. I was like, wow. And I remember a couple of shows ago, uh, or on Achievement Hounds, when they had Stoff J on, and he was talking about, like, him and Kyle were talking about, you know, taking an hour to pull down their gamer tags. Now I know what they're talking. I don't game near as much as they did. <laughs> and it still took 20 minutes to get all my stuff down. So then uh, when I had it all up with my gamer tag, then I went to transfer the data. And that took over, it took about an hour because I've got tons of rock band stuff. And it took right about an hour to copy everything over. And once it was done, I tried to log in, and it tells me, well, your Xbox Live profile needs to be, you know, you're not, uh, it's not uh, connected to Live or it's, you know, whatever. Basically, because I was logged in, then copied everything from the hard drive, so I overwrote my good gamertag info with one that had been basically expired because it was transferred. You know, oh. it was, um, so I had to re, I had to redo it again. I had to recover the gamer tag again and wait another 20 minutes. So it was uh, oh, no. total time was almost two hours just to get it all hooked up and running and everything moved over. And but um, it's good, it's good. So, but enough of me chatting. We're we're not here to listen to us. We want to hear our community. So, what do you got, Bron? Well. There, I guess, you know, for this show, before we kind of, if we want to open it up and for questions and all that fun stuff, I just wanted to hit, well, you know what? Let me give away a code. Everybody ready for give another away code? Give away a code. Yay. All right. So here we go. This one here is for that funky looking ESPN football hat. So let's see. This one and, and is... I, I want to clear up something real quick, Brian. Those that write for the website, you're also considered staff. <laughs> oh, so Soul, Dark Eye Defender, Gabbers, you guys are also can't participate. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, so everybody like else said, outside of the hosts and the writers are. Like I said, for Freestar, he'd be eligible, right? He doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> it would be wasted on me. <laughs> and I'll, see, I'll send I'll send the female jersey to our female listener that wrote in for the past couple of weeks. So, but okay. here's the football. It is M Q F K J three nine D seven two K three seven six C K W nine K D P six M X Z. So, and that's that. And I'll, I'll post. Uh, <laughs> is anyone posting as you know? <laughs> go, go slow. They said. <laughs> oh, I, I will. I will. I'm gonna paste it here in about 15 seconds. I just don't want to paste it because then people can copy and paste. So, but um, while while I wait a couple seconds, the the thing I wanted to talk about, I saw this last week, and I was going to talk about last week, and uh, I didn't. But then it's kind of gone around again, and I guess it's even hit the news. And the whole the whole article is is pretty much called "Autistic Boy Banded 
uh, branded a cheater by Xbox Live. So it's on Kotaku for anybody, and I kind of posted like half a link, or if you want to look it up, you can go ahead and search for it. But basically, this 11-year-old boy has autism, which is, you know, unfortunate. But this whole uproar is that he was labeled a cheater. If everybody remembers, you get you get the cheater underneath your gamer card, and you get your um, all your achievements and everything wiped out, um, which I know would break the hearts of some people in the room here. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you are able to get new achievements, but all the achievements you've gotten previously are you can't get them anymore. So his mother went to the press and pretty much stated that he is a gifted gamer, often mastering games in like three to four days, um, which to me sounds kind of, you know, unrealistic, but it kind of goes down this whole thing. And, and the news takes this and makes Microsoft and the security and Xbox Live seem like this horrible, horrible thing. Like they are the worst people ever because they ban this kid because he has autism. When that is not the case. The case is is that this person cheated regardless if any if he or she or whatever has or has nothing. The person cheated. Um now the problem is is what he did essentially and his his mom was given this information prior to going to the press but obviously she still did and and I don't know what the whole point was that but what he did is he cheated achievements and gave um uh let's see hold on uh da, 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 da. well he broke policy what he did is he gave his gamer card or his a couple save or something to allow somebody to get recon armor in Halo. Now I'm not exactly sure how to do that if it was his profile or if it was his save game or or something like that. But what it did is it he, that's how he cheated. He didn't actually like hack his system or put any mods or anything like on that on there. But what it is is, you know, basically traded his profile over to somebody to let them get this armor and then that's how he got busted. So, um that's why he was labeled a cheater and not given anything back. The thing it gives me is how this is being portrayed out to everybody is Xbox, like I said, Xbox Live did this, um, you know, did it as a, because uh, the kid has autism. And, you know, the number of comments that were was in this article just cracked me up. Like one person's like, oh, I canceled my Xbox Live. Xbox, you know, you're horrible. Microsoft's the worst company for doing this to this poor kid, you know, and, uh, this and that. And like one person's like, I'm selling. Uh, <laughs> he's like, the, my favorite one was the guy that's like, you know, I canceled my Xbox Live. I'm selling my 360 and I'm going to go buy a PS3. Take that, Microsoft. And I'm just like, oh, because people on the PS3 never cheat. <laughs> or hack the system or any of that stuff. So, but you know, my thing is is, you know, if you cheat, you get busted, you're going to get caught. There's no use having your mom or parents or whatever going around and crying about it because 
people call into Microsoft all the time saying that they didn't do it, and you know for sure that they would not do this type of thing if they weren't 100% sure, which I think was one of the comments from Steptoe was, hey, we don't hand this out like candy, you know, pieces of candy. We are 100%. Before we do this, we hand out 100, you know, we're 100% sure. But, um, but you know, so well, if did... you want to say something, raise your hand. And uh, yeah, I'm know... gonna let Captain Hook talk because he was um, he had his hand raised. So let's see if he's still on. Yep. Go ahead, Captain. All right. Um, I guess most of y'all know I'm a special ed teacher. Um, I've been teaching special ed for about uh, six years now. Um, I've dealt with autism. I've dealt with mental retardation. I've dealt with everything. And the thing that gets me about the story is the mother's mad that they they took it away from them. And everybody's saying it's because he has autism. Ninety percent of the people that we have who are in special ed, their parents want them to be treated just like a normal student. Um, everybody wants to be treated normally. And um, when they do get treated normally and something like this does happen, or, you know, at school, if a kid who has autism gets suspended, um, the parents all up in arms, well, why does he get suspended? He has autism. He shouldn't do that. But it's the exact same thing. Well, if they did something bad that they did, shouldn't have done, then they have to pay the consequences. Um, you need to learn. If you want to be treated normally, if you want to have all these things, you know, it's not okay for me to go out there and give someone my safe file. Why is it okay for him to do it, if he has autism or not? And, you know, 90% of the law agrees with that. Um, I mean, we do IEPs, statement in IEP saying this is their least restrictive environment, this is the best one for them. And it just really nerves me when I, when I hear people trying to get stuff or get, you know, just because they have a disability. Um, it, I'm sorry. So. No, I mean, that that's good because I think that's the whole point that, I mean, I'm trying to get across is, you know, don't use the, uh, like, the autism as some sort of, I don't want to say like a pity party for the kid. You know, if he cheated and was caught cheating, okay, he's got to pay the consequences. Don't use that as a crutch to try to make people change their mind or, or get upset with, you know, the other party involved. So I mean that's I I agree a hundred percent on that. So, but yeah, that's a that's a that's a good point. But and the other, some of the other things was like you know, I think somewhere in the article that I was reading, like his mom was like going to take his games away or something from him, and and, and you know the other thing that burns me is like the the amount of time that was kind of mentioned that this kid plays games is very unhealthy. It's almost like, uh, are you, where is the, where's the parents at? You know, if he masters games in three, you know, he's 11 years old and he masters games in three to four days, you know, how do you master Call of Duty 4 in three to four days? Well, it, it just of, seems to me. A lot of people that have autism are, you know, are survived. Um, like, they, they're just, you know, so outside thinking that, you know, not the way we think. And so maybe he just sits down and, you know, plays it, but it's just, first off, you shouldn't let your kid play that with many video games. That's ridiculous, you know, to let him play all the time. It's not even healthy for a normal kid or an autistic kid. He needs to do something better with with that. Yeah. So, I think it's I, also kind of messed up how, you know, the parents, I mean, they pretty much went to the press with it, too. I mean, isn't that kind of like... You know, I don't say it's exploiting the kid or not, but I mean, 
Why bring that attention to the kid? I think they're just trying to get money out of Microsoft. They're trying to figure out if they try to make them look bad, that Microsoft will give them some hush money. That's all they're doing. That's, you know. It's kind of. It's like here's some free uh, Xbox Live Silver accounts for it. Yeah, and the, and the thing is, it's it's almost like the whole thing when they banned, you know, the guy's name or banned him because he put like his sexual orientation or something like that in his gamer tag, which they now reverse that ruling. But it was just like, you know, that that's I guess that's completely different in this case. But yeah, I don't know. I just wasn't too happy about when I read it, and definitely like the the linking of the article and how the news story was taking it. And I hear a loud whistling sound. <laughs> but the thing that gets me is if you hear if if, if he would have done something that if someone said, Oh, he has autism, um, you know, they would be so mad at someone saying, Oh, he has autism, that's why he's in this class you know, that would be horrible. But it's okay for him to cheat and then it's like, Well, he has autism, that's why he cheated. You know, they're just using it to for their leverage. Right. Yeah. It's like I said, it was just something that I wanted to bring up, like here, because I knew, you know, some people may care, some people may not, but it was kind of just one of those things. But I mean, even even a better topic that we're going to have is coming from, you know, our talk box that we have. But you know, what do we want to? What's next in line as far as the show's concerned? Um, well, I wanted to see if um, Rav or Eric had anything that uh, they wanted to throughout tonight uh, before we have because I know Rob's got something else here and I just want to see what they wanted to discuss tonight if anything in particular mm, I got nothing just just along for the ride well, I know you guys you guys actually just put a show out so I guess you probably <laughs> yeah we, we, <laughs> if we want to hear from yesterday. you listen to the latest show right <laughs> yeah we had a we had a really good guest on last night so Really fun. Cool. Yeah, you, you know one one thing from from your guys' show, and I was looking at the posts is whoever did your guys' new podcast yeah. image did a yeah. fantastic job. Yeah, big shout out to a guy named John. He goes by a Kid Kime on the on the Xbox. Did a really good job. Yeah, and uh, I've posted a couple places that uh, I would like him to do one for us. So you might want to yeah. mention that on next show too. Maybe I'll uh, <laughs> maybe I'll, I'll shoot him an email. I'm sure I'm sure he'd be down. Yeah, yeah it cool, looks man. great. Yeah, cool. thank you. Rav is Rav still here? I think Rav's playing Xbox or something. I'm playing Xbox <laughs> too, but. <laughs> Like ah, not my show. I'm just gonna chill, play Xbox, and <laughs> be long for the ride. All right, well, we'll let Mr. Freesar go. And of course, you guys can, you know, like I said, chip in anytime you want. But uh, I think Rob, you got some. Uh, this is interesting, and I really wanna. I think we're gonna get a lot of comments here from our community on this topic. That's right. That's right. There's a, a pretty cool article in uh, Edge magazine where. It was a little bit of an ongoing series that they had a couple articles, but uh, the latest one was basically three game developers piped in on their pet hates 
or you know quirks in games. And uh, I'm going to go through and I'm going to read them all. There's not too many of them, but I'm going to read them all and then uh, you know say what they say. And then I want to get your guys' opinions on on what you all think about this stuff. So the three guys that uh, that chimed in on this was uh, executive producer from Codemasters uh, by the name of Adam Parsons. Then uh, John Hobson from uh, some outfit called Bungie, Bungie, however you want to say that, uh, some, some new outfit probably. Then uh, <laughs> there's uh, Jason Avent from Black Rock Studios. So I know most people have heard of Codemasters. They've been around forever. Black Rock, they did, uh, they did that racing game, uh, Split Second, that was it. And uh, Bungie, of course, did Halo and all that good stuff. So the first thing that uh, they brought up was unskippable cutscenes. And I know that we've all run into these, you know, you know, across uh, various games. Adam Parsons writes in and or writes basically, uh, unless they're short and essential, then cutscenes need to be skippable. But there's something to be said for setting the scene. Not everything is going to be an adrenaline rush from the first second. John Hobson writes in, the problem with letting players skip cutscenes is that they miss a lot of info about what's going on in the game. And when they skip them, they become confused about what their objectives are and uh, what the story is. And then... uh, Jason says, my general feeling is that cutscenes are a bit old-fashioned and that stories should be relayed to you as you play, like in Half-Life 2 or Bioshock. So what is your guys' opinion on uh, unskippable cutscenes? If anybody wants to... Do you want to just go through the list and then we can open it up for any comments or do you want to do them one by one? I was thinking more one by one, get a couple opinions and move on to the next, but I can go through them all. Okay. No, that that's not, let's uh, do that. Uh, do you guys want to raise your hands? Do you want to make a comment about unskippable cutscenes? I know yeah, I, well, I hate it um, myself, <laughs> especially like if you're playing online co-op and you guys are just, you know, everybody's already played through the story and you <laughs> want to just play it. Let me skip it. Um, and... Also, it's like if I'm playing it a second time, even by myself, I've I've seen it. Let me just skip it. So, I I oh, that's a big pet peeve with me. Yeah, I'm playing Mass Effect right now, and and I got killed over and over and over in the same same part. And it was oh, like, man. you know, run up the hill and then wait, you know, 25 seconds for this cutscene. And it was just, oh, I was getting on my nerves. I just. I understand. I, I I think I wish it'd be cool if they could, you know, somehow tell if you've seen it before, based Absolutely. maybe off of a save of some sort. So then, you know, don't skip it. On, so you don't accidentally skip it the first time you're seeing it. But then, you know, the next time you see it, boom, you can. Yeah, there have been that. ways to do that. Like I have played games where you can't skip a cutscene through the whole game, but then on your second playthrough. It'll allow you to skip everything. Yeah, I'm wondering if Halo was like that. I can't remember if it could be skipped at any time or not. So I think so. Like, let me just pause it, and you can like push the back button to skip. But yeah, not skipping cutscenes is pretty bad. But then again, Bioshock did do a good job of telling you the story while you were playing with the audio logs. 
So there are ways around cutscenes. Right. Oh, definitely. Cutscenes sometimes, I mean, if they're so overused in a game, they totally remind me of those old, old, old uh, PC games that came out when CD-ROMs first came out where basically, like, the whole game was a cutscene. I mean, you had very minimal involvement in the game, and you just sat there and you just watched it. And and I, I know in my personal gaming feel for these things, I mean, I feel like I have to watch them, but it just kills me sometimes, and you almost get kind of bored with the game briefly. But, uh, okay, so I'll move on to the next one. Real quick here, it's a save point placement, and this uh, John Hobson says this is an area where data mining can contribute a lot to design because you can collect metrics on the time and number of deaths between save points and figure out where the experience is breaking down. I guess that's more of a developer thing there than an end user type of thing. All right, going on to the next one, harder difficulty levels that have to be unlocked. Because you don't have, or you shouldn't have to play on normal to get to the hard setting. Sometimes, though, there are developmental reasons for adding higher levels, such as DLC, um, purely down to the fact that super hard difficulty takes much longer to test. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. It Club yeah, 13 says it's stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like you wouldn't think that the harder stuff would be harder to test, but I guess it does make sense if you've got more things on the screen, more action going on. Okay, next yeah, one but, is, but... Oh, I was just saying, uh, the, the whole the whole thing with, with uh, um, the play harder or whatever like that, it's just, yeah, it, there's no sense in it. If someone wants to go and spend all their time playing in the hardest level, they should be able to. Yeah. It's like being forced to play rock band on easy and then you go know, what, 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 to medium and then hard. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> okay. Next thing is games without HUDs. One of the guys goes, the industry sometimes tries to be too clever for its own good, but we do need to experiment and then focus test. Uh, see whether an idea works or not. Uh, Dead Space is a great example of cleverly displayed health. Poor signposting is the next one. Signposting is the bane of our lives as it's so subjective. Too much and we become patronizing and too little the player misses key information and wanders aimlessly until they're shot. The player needs to know where the objectives are and in what order they need to achieve them. And we can't punish them if they don't know that information. And that's one thing that bugs me about some games. It's like, if I'm wandering around forever in a level trying to figure out what to do next, it's like, I don't want to play that game anymore, you know? You just lose interest because you're not moving forward and it becomes frustrating. Amen to that. And then you wind up, you know, doing a quick search online and finding a cheat site <laughs> or walkthrough site. Okay, no, mandatory. nobody here does that. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. 
Mandatory tutorials is the next one. And uh, there's a uh, an interesting uh, photo with this one here. I'll put the link up on the chat here. But uh, here are the links up on the site. With this one, they were right in. Getting the right amount of tutorial is really tricky. Tutorials and pop-ups are too easy to miss. Players miss them, and they get frustrated at not understanding what's going on. If they're too intrusive, annoying, or the, the they annoy experienced players, and they make the game feel like it's on training wheels. That's absolutely right. I'm a big fan of the solution we used in Halo. Our training system doesn't keep telling you how to pick up a gun if you've already done it successfully. However, if you've done it only once, then never again, the system will remind you. And adapts to the player, giving novices some extra help and giving the experts a break. It's also important to remember that half of all players are below average. And the game and its makers just have as much responsibility to those players as the experts. Well said, well said. What did you guys think of that list? That was the last one. I uh, I think Wing was talking about the save anywhere part, and I think it was in um, Uncharted. Yes, I like uh, Uncharted is, and in, in, they did it in, in Uncharted 2 as well. They You can save the game wherever you want. And also, I love the fact that the game is. It seems like every time I would die, that in a, in like a say in a platforming area or a part that's really hard, I you would come back right prior to that. It's like their their automatic saving and checkpoint system is very very good. It's the best I've that's ever awesome. seen, and I'm very impressed. I mean. I don't know. To me, it just seems like I've never seen that type of, you know, from any other game. Um, Dead Space 2 did a really good job of it as well. Not near as good because I did have times where I was concerned because, oh, man, I'm like, I don't have enough health and I'm not going to make it through. In fact, one time I actually had to revert back to a save. Um, So theirs is a little tougher but they still did a pretty good job. But Uncharted, hands down, best I've ever seen. And um, throw it out here if you guys want. If you guys got any, what are your pet peeves? Let's let's hear things that you guys don't like to see in games that you're tired of and want changed or gone or, you know, throw up your hands and and we'll we'll call on you to share. I Actually, I, I, I want to chime in on that uh, game save thing because I, I know there's. There's a whole bunch of games where, you know, they use some kind of checkpoint system for, you know, the game says where you have to, you know, get to a certain point, and if you quit prior to that, like if you just turn off the machine or you get exit out of the game, it puts you back to the last one. And there's been a couple instances where that checkpoint is right beyond a certain point where, you know, it's just like for whatever reason. I just can't clear that level. I keep dying just prior to it. And it's so annoying to have to keep like replaying that game over and over and over to the point where it becomes, you know, becomes not fun anymore. And this is most of the reasons why I put games down and don't pick them up again, you know? 
um, a lot of people were saying about the HUDs. They're saying, you know, Dead Space and is did the HUD really well as far as the games and and Club Thirteen has a pet peeve is stupid pre order BS. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh man, that's true. I would I would say one of my pet peeves that's starting to aggravate me would be. Um, <laughs> for one is shotguns in games and I know a lot of people that play Battlefield know what I'm talking about but um, it's just you know you're running at a guy with a M60 or a 50 caliber weapon and here they pop around uh, from you know across a field and they're shooting you with a shotgun so that that's that's one of my pet peeves and then also I really think people really need to start um gauging you know the like the limits on some weapons in first person shooters and I use Battlefield a lot for examples because you know in real life if they want to make this a realistic you know military shooter or stuff like that there's no way that a handgun I, I I guess a shot to a head a shot to a head and I don't argue about that but if I'm running up to you just pounding you with you know an M16 and you turn around and shoot me twice with a handgun that once. there's at once with a handgun you know they're you know the M16 should win so just kind of like things like that are kind of my pet peeves but Actually, the person that pulls the trigger first should win, <laughs> regardless of what it is. <laughs> so. I, I'm. Oh, we got Peter Troy here. Uh, let's hear what he has to say. Go ahead. I just wanted to say uh, one of the things I'm running into right now with Resident Evil 5 is uh, the AI on it. I mean, I've been getting so frustrated this week because whenever the AI dies, then you have to start over. And being it's a, you know, an older game, it's kind of hard to find somebody that wants to play co-op with you. So, I mean, I I usually start games on normal or even hard, but this one I'm playing on easy. It's because uh, the AI kept dying on me, and I was just getting so frustrated starting over. Um, I would just like to see in games. If they're going to have a co-op game like that, um, maybe an option, you know, like even even take out the second player in the game or, uh, you know, make, make them have infinite health or whatever that they can't die. But I just don't think they should punish the player for something that the computer's doing wrong. Um, yeah, that's probably my biggest pet peeve. And uh, another one... I don't know, you guys are probably sick of hearing people talk about achievements, but uh, I think I heard Eric mention it on the Achievement Hounds podcast where they have achievements that are almost like luck, like you have to be lucky to get them. Uh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. Pagel, for instance, that 750K challenge. I just feel like, you know, you, you basically have to just <laughs> like rolling the dice, you know, you have to be lucky to get that uh, challenge completed, and I tried it for a couple hours, and I just been getting so frustrated. Like um, Trials HD, that's a game where it's all you. Like 
you have to be good at the game. You practice until you're good at it, and then you beat the challenges or whatever. And uh, I just like to see those achievements get taken out of there where you're just gambling on it. But that's it. Yeah. What? Well, uh, wasn't that game Monopoly that you were playing? Yeah, rolling a 15. Yeah, I remember you talking yeah. about that on the show. Well, I got a I got a couple here, um, and again, raise your hands, guys, if you wanna if you got anything um, achievements that are no longer able. And of course, here I'm on a I'm not on an achievement island, but I, this still annoys me. Um, achievements that are no longer able to get due to a server shutting down, or because they require you to have so many people in a specific match, um, or you have to buy um, a peripheral such as um, Pro drums or keys, or you have to buy the Guitar Hero drum set to with the extra bass to get a particular achievement. You know that's the whole achievement system was set up that everybody should be able to get them, and it's been blown out of the water. And I, I it's a pet peeve of mine. Um, one million headshots, Gears of War. You know you got to get so many headshots, but only one per match will count because of glitchers. And who cares? I mean, who cares if? What's the point if you're gonna? Why do they fight the glitchers? But yet they do a 700 XP event weekend trying to get people to play their game. You know, it's like it's ridiculous. It's like you know, I don't know. Anyways, um, glitched achievements that annoys the, the just the heck out of me so bad. And then. Another thing is no Xbox Live co-op. Um, hello Apache, uh, Air Assault. Um, you know they have they have this they brag about how they got this in-game co-op and one person can be the pilot, one can be the gunner, and then you find out oh that's only on local screen. You can't do it on Xbox Live. Come on, this is 2011. Everybody's on Xbox Live. Make it work. And then my I think my last thing I'm gonna gonna say uh, that I hate is. I hate EA um, and their stupid online pass. Um, you know, if, if you're going to make, you know, it, it's seven days for one game, make it seven days for all your games. Um, you know, and it, to me, it's just stupid having to put a code in when you bought the game. So, but anyways, that's it for me. Dark Eye Defender, he's got uh, something to say. Go ahead, Dark. I wanted to comment on a. Uh... Peter Troy's and yours uh, on Peter Troy's with the AI, uh, Halo Reach's AI. If you want to play the Legendary on solo, like the, the AI is garbage. They don't help you at all. And then yeah, you, with, you mean the sniper who can't snipe anybody? <laughs> yeah, he misses every shot, and you're just like, okay, I love how you're on Legendary and you're supposed to be like amazing, and you blow at the game. And with Wingman's on on the Xbox Live co-op, with games only have local co-op, on Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game, that game would be like 10 times better if it had online co-op as well, with that being not that big of a game, it would be so much better. And plus, there's achievements for playing with people and stuff like that. That new Bionic Commando arcade game that just came out has local co-op with no live co-op. So there's yeah. there's another one for you. I mean, I'll... go sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Oh, I was going to say, since we're talking about AI, I mean, what about just scripted enemies, you know, Call of Duty type scripting? You know, it's, you know, it's not your friendly AI, but it's still AI. It's just the enemies having it being scripted all the time. That's kind of what getting to be one of my pet peeves. You know, you have to, after you play the same round 15 times, you know where everybody's coming out at. But, sorry. Go ahead with your next one. Are you talking about, like, unlimited AI or enemy AI where they just keep respawning? Well, those those are like monster closets. They, that, those are starting to go away. I'm just talking about, yeah. you know, with Call of Duty, it's like, okay, run through the door, guy's coming out on the right, shoot him, stab the guy on the left, take three more steps, make a left, there's going to be a guy comes out behind a, a box, you know, that type of thing. You know, it's the whole level scripted when the guys are going to come out and where they're coming from. Yeah. So. And then on another thing is the DLC achievements. Like on Rock Band 3, it requires you to buy like track packs. Like there's one for playing a Boston song, and you have to buy that. There's one for playing like Rock Band 3 developer uh, song teams. You have to buy the. You're basically buying those achievements. That was mm. just what I wanted to comment on. Okay, cool. Um, I know Captain, you're up next. Yes, I hate. I hate when um when you buy a disc, you take it home, you play a game, and then they come up with DLC, and it was already on the disc, and you just unlock it. Um, I feel if it's already on the disc, it should be free. Um, that's just my point. It's like the Death Space other suits that just came out with. Um, those things are so small that they're already on disc and you're just unlocking after you pay your money. Um, I really feel that's ridiculous. Um, they have time to make it and put it in the game, then they should give it to you free. They're not spending any more time on it. Then why make you pay four bucks for it for something? All right. Yeah. Yeah, the whole DLC thing is I don't know. It's it's getting a little crazy with with how much stuff is out there and how much they charge you for stuff. So, um all right. Well, I was let's see. Well, thing cool. keeps moving around on me. Oh, um, <laughs> yep, go ahead, Soul, and you're up. Yeah, the thing that annoyed me a little bit is when I first started up Need for Speed Hot Pursuit and I saw this lovely unskippable advertisement for Shift 2. That kind of bummed me out. Like how they flashed that stupid advertisement in your face for a game that's totally different from the game that you're playing. It's just this thing that ticked me off. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I remember that. I remember when I first I saw that, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's uh, in, there's in-game advertisements that make sense, but then there's just in-game advertisements that are just horse crap. <laughs> so it's kind of like all the advertisements on you know your dashboard. So 
All right. Well, I think what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and move on because this this call is limited to two hours and we're actually got about 25 minutes left. And we want to get through the friends list and then leave it open, kind of have an open floor here for anybody that got anything to say. Before we go here, here, I hope everybody knows where their raise your hand buttons are. I'm going to start. I'm going to give out four clues. I'm giving away a code some DLC and first one that can name the game will win the code and I will I will mail the code to you through Xbox Live so raise your hands when you think you know now number one clue it was released on August 12th <laughs> Soul's already hitting the button. <laughs> now, this is not, I'm not talking about the DLC, I'm talking about the, the actual arcade game. It was released August 12, 2009 as part of the second annual Xbox Live Summer of Arcade. That's the first clue. I got Dark Eye Defender. Let's see what he thinks it is. And Dark don't, and, oh, you're not even eligible, Dark. What am I? Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he probably knows what it is anyways. Alright, okay, I'm going to give the second clue. Here it is. It is a puzzle racing game. Captain Hook. Alright, let's see. What do you think, Captain? Is it a puzzle quest? Thank you for nope. trying. <laughs> Maybe before you write off the next one, for Clef and Hawk and whoever doesn't have a mic, if you just kind of type hand or something like that in there if you want to try to guess what it is so go ahead yeah that'd be good yeah because we do have some people that don't have mics so if if everybody re, uh, just refrains from chatting for a moment then we'll be able to see as soon as someone puts in if they some of the so those are chatting here comes number three developed i'm going to say it's published by microsoft game studios and developed by Red Links and correct Gabbers, you're not eligible. Red Links is a developer. Peter Troy had his hand up. Peter, what do you think it is? Uh, was it Trials HD? Ding 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> it is Trials HD. Do you have that game? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay, did you? Um, I can. We'll be sending you a code for. Um, what is? It? Is it their big hits? Um. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Big thrill. You didn't. You didn't buy the Big DLC, thrills. did you? I have the first DLC that they came out with, but I think. Uh, you have Big the thrills Big Thrills. The no. Yeah, that's the that's latest. The, yeah, I do not have that one. Well, excellent. Well, you. Uh, I've got. A, I'll be sending you a code through Xbox Live, and you just won uh, the free download for that. So. All right. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, appreciate it. Cool, no problem. All righty, and um, I've actually got a couple more of those, so we are going to stay tuned for our next couple of weeks. Uh, keep your eye on the Twitter, listen to the show. Um, we're going to we're going to get a couple more. We're going to give up, but we're going to stretch them out. So, um, all right, and I guess it's about time that we head into our friends list. And I guess we can start with Mr. Presar. You want to read our one question in the forums this week? Sure. This comes from Covert Bazinga. Thanks for reading my email. 
on the last show. I don't mind if you give out my gamer tag. Always looking for some more friends on live, and you seem to have a great community. Question for this week. I don't hear you talk much about Xbox Live Arcade games. Do you play them often? If so, which ones are currently your favorites or getting a lot of game time? For me, Costume Quest, Comic Jumper, and Super Meat Boy are ruling my life right now. Thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the, the female listener that sent in the email last week, and we didn't want to give out her gamer tag without, you know, her giving us permission. So, but And I also sent her a private message in our forms with that code for that football jersey. So, I play XBLA games. I, You know, I just bought NHL. I play the Madden game. Uh, Battlefield 1943. My favorite one right now is uh, Risk Factions. I don't know why, though. What about you, Wing? Um, I like right, Risk Factions, but my biggest one is Pinball FX, too. Um, that's just the go-to game if I just want something to play that's quick. Um, and, you know, if I only got a little bit of time to play a game, I'll, I'll pull that out. There, um, I play that the most. Um other than that, um, Kingdom for Keflings, I played that one. Never played it. Never played yeah. that one. Misadventures of PB Winterbottom. Um, I haven't done I have that a, either. A, yeah, I have a good bit of them. I, I do play them, though. So. And we loved Braid. Ugh. Oh, shut up. <laughs> All right, I got to mute this one. <laughs> no, no. Hydro Thunder is pretty fun. I do enjoy Hydro Thunder. One of my most Club favorite there. games was uh, Shadow Complex, and that was a oh, yeah. arcade game. Yeah, I, I have that one too. Harm's Harm's Way is really good considering it's free, as what Club Thirteen said. Captain Hook says Limbo. Now, I know Eric. I, he must be he must be pretty involved in as a gaming right now because he's a huge fan of Super Meat Boy. <laughs> oh yeah, I am. Alrighty, so yeah, I guess we really don't talk a whole lot about them, but I don't know. It's tough because there's, I don't know. We we talk about what we're doing, and um, I've heard yes, someone talked about Limbo. Captain Hook mentioned Limbo. Pater Troy mentioned that he's looking forward to stacking. I've heard a lot about stacking. Scott Pilgrim, um, Dark Eye Defender, has mentioned that one. So there, there's a lot of good games. Uh, we do play them. It's just, uh, I think myself, I play spend most of my time in the retail games. So, all right. So I guess um, what we're going to do next, and this will be interesting because nobody's going to hear this. <laughs> Brian will have <laughs> to put this in later, but we do have a talk box from Dark Assassin 96. Hey, this is Xbox Life. This is Dark Assassin 96 here. Um, just calling, wondering what you think about the uh, court case in California, um, banning all violence in video games. Just wondering where y'all stand on it and how y'all think it's going to go. Alright, and I was also calling, um, what is the uh, name of your theme song? Just wondering if I could get it off iTunes, and if I can get it off iTunes. Alright, thanks for your time. Bye. Thank you, Dark Assassin 96 uh, Appreciate your talk box. Um, I do know. Now, I don't know if it was just a typo, but I know California, they're not trying to ban the violence in video games. They're just trying to ban the sale 
of violent video games to minors. And I kind of don't really understand what they're going after because my understanding is it's already illegal, and that's what the um, uh, oh great ESRB is for. They rate them, and if it's a mature game, you can't sell it to somebody under what is it, the age of eighteen or seventeen? Seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. So I, I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to put a penalty, or they can sue the store. Um, but I guess the Supreme Court has now agreed to hear the arguments in this case, where in all the past they've they've not allowed it to come um, come to, up to the level of the Supreme Court. But the California law makes it an offense punishable by $1,000 each time a violent video is sold to a minor. Um, the definition of banned violent video is one that includes killing, maiming, dismembering, or sexually assaulting an image of a human being in a way that is pat- patently uh, – offensive, appeals to a deviant or morbid interest, and lacks serious literary, artistic, political, or scientific value. The law applies to stores and not to the fast-growing part of the business that isn't conducted online, much of it through direct downloads. So, what what does the community think? I think we we haven't heard, you know, it's a community show, and it seems like we're doing all the talking. Um, (laughs) And if and if those who don't talk, if you don't have a mic, go ahead and type in something. We can read it for you. So, yeah, whether want to. yeah, why they're doing that though? It's it's like California is in this struggle as it is right now with money, as far as their state's concerned. Why are they taking up people's time and taxpayers' money? to further try to do something to kind of take over for parenting. I I just, that's where I stand on it. I think it's horse crap because I'm a parent. I play the games. If I think it's something my kids can play, I'll let them play it. But it should be my responsibility, you know, not anybody else's. And, yes, they already, you can't, they're not supposed to sell those games. And if a parent sees a kid playing a game, he says, where did you get it? Well, you know what? You go over to that GameStop, and if you don't like it, Snatch the guy over the counter if you want to, if all I care. But to me, it's like this this stuff isn't cheap to take this thing to court and, you know, have this do this and that. I mean, all that stuff costs money, and California doesn't have money to blow on video game stuff. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Soul Assassin just says, I'm not a miner. Do you see a shovel in my hand? Uh, it's a South Park yeah. joke. <laughs> oh, Cleft13 uh, said, half the people who rule on this stuff, they never even play video games that they judge. Um, yeah. And so um, I, I'm also tired of video games getting kind of pulled out on their own little pedestal, you know, away from movies and books and things like that. I, I think, you know, if you're going to let movies show blood and this and that and and people can watch it on cable and, and stuff like that then games should be in the same in the same manner and definitely books it's just they're all the same thing so um you know games do not make people go out and shoot people and neither do movies and music and all that stuff it's because the person who wants to go out and do something like that is just going to go out and do something like that regardless of what they've done so that's my opinion yeah. Anybody have else anything? Everybody's quiet. This, this is I our agree. last. This is our last question. So, 
Um, and okay, and Sol's got his hand up. Real quick, Brian, did you want to? Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah, let's hear what Sol has to say. But we got about about we need to wrap up in about ten minutes. So go ahead, Sol. Yeah, just quickly, I wanted to say that I I agree with what Brun said that it should be like a parent's choice about what their kids are playing. Uh, it shouldn't be ruled over by any kind of government. Yeah, it's like the, the parents are supposed to parent, not somebody else. Yep. I don't want the president raising my children. I my like when 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 we when our kids came, you know, my wife she quit her job. You know, we we, we didn't have kids. We were both working because you know why not, right? As soon as we had our our kids, it was like bam, she quit immediately her job and became a full time parent because we don't even want to send them to daycare. It's just we want to raise our own kids and you know it's just kind of i and i don't need the government stepping in and you know my kid sometimes if i'm playing a game like he came in earlier today and wanted to come in and watch me play uncharted 2 and uncharted is not i'm not even sure the rating on that one actually um but you do shoot people and i don't recall there being any I think there's some places where there's some bad language, but it's just like, you know what? It's not appropriate for you. No, you know what? No, you you can come in if I'm playing something else. So, you know, either I won't let them come in or I'll I'll change games and we'll play something together. You know, it's it's just called being a parent. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't want to do that anymore. Club 13 says, I've played violent video games since I was three and I've only murdered three people. So how bad could it be? <laughs> And Dark has a uh, Dark Eye Defender has a giveaway. I don't know if you need to unmute him or not. Um. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Dark, what's your giveaway? I have a code for Battlefield 1943. Uh -oh. uh, the, co the code is C8RXCQC3B3RXCQC3B3RXCQC3B3RXCQC3B3RXCQC3B3RXCQC3B3RXCQC3B3RXCQC3B3RXCQC3B3RXCQC3B3RXCQC3B3RXCQC3B3RX
But uh, yeah, I'll ask to see if we can post it for download. If he says no, or you know, because you know he might not want to, then I'll let you know. But I'll keep you guys updated. So. Okay. Well, basically, um, we got about supposedly about ten minutes left, and. Um, being that we can't control it, we don't know if it'll automatically uh, end our recording. So we, we're done with our topics, and I guess I'm just going to open it up. Raise your hand if you got something you want, because this way, we again, we won't have all the background noise, and our call's gone real well. But anybody's got any, whether they want to close comments and sign off, if you want to just say how wonderful we are, uh, if you want to say how much we stink at this, uh, you want to bring up another topic, Now's your shot. <laughs> You're wonderful. You call Brian a traitor. <laughs> you just, All right, you just want to mute. <laughs> Go ahead, Captain. Yeah, um, my question is, um, what is your favorite game that you've played this year? Um, since January, since coming out since January. I have to say mine would have to be Death Space 2. Or, um, or also, Wingman, I know you really, really love the Bulletstorm demo. Um what do you think oh. that's going to be your game of the year? I, I'm, I mean, it's. I'm really excited about the game. I don't think it'll be my game of the year. I think it will actually be my second. It'll be my runner-up because Mass Effect Three is coming out, um, and I think Mass Effect Three is going to be my game of the year. But I really think Bulletstorm will be number two. Um, I absolutely love it. I can't wait for that game to get here. Um, but right now, what I've played, you know, just you said, what have I played since January? I'm going to have to say Uncharted. Uh, Drake's Fortune is, I absolutely love that game. And I started the second one and it, you know, it's, it's amazing. It's the same. It's, I'm loving it so far. So I'd have to say the Uncharted franchise, um, that would be my favorite so far that I've read. Uh, Dead Space 2 was okay. Um, I did have fun, but it, it was very frustrating. And I played, I've gotten to the point now where I just play games on easy because I just get frustrated. I don't know if it's getting up in age. I can't seem to play. I can't seem to get through them as easily as I used to. Um, I've slowed down, I guess. So I, I play them on easy, and I died so many times in that game. And I'm just like, you know, this is hard. And I'd. You know, it just it was kind of frustrating, but the game was one thing I really loved about Dead Space 2 that I walked away from it was that the level design was absolutely the best I've ever seen. When you're in space, there's not a lot of opportunity for, you know, typically every hallway is the same, every level is the same. There's very little difference to it because you're on a space station, so everything looks the same. Or this game went everything was different every time you went into a different part of the ship or the station or you know here or there it was different it felt different it looked different the only thing that was the same everywhere was the doors and i'm like that was awesome that was very impressive um so it was a great game but i absolutely loved uncharted much much better um okay and then, like it's run. Uh, well, anybody else want to pipe up about that? I got well, two more my, hands up. Yeah, my favorite one as of far as this year, the 2011, would be Mass Effect. I'm really liking it. So, but who's next? Rob's must be um, 
Torchlight, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Of course. All right. So let me bring up uh, Dark is next, and then Peter Troy will be after that. Go ahead, I was going to say my first or my favorite game of this year probably got to be King Kong. And uh, this <laughs> game is actually Dead Space 2. And um, you guys are just so awesome. I love you guys. And uh, this is the crazy blogger signing out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All righty. And we, pre- we appreciate our bloggers. <laughs> and Peter Troy, you're up. Uh, kind of staying on the same topic, I just was curious as to what games you guys are looking forward to. I know uh, I have L.A. Noir and Portal 2 pre-ordered, and also Bulletstorm. But uh, I think L.A. Noir is going to really uh, be in the running for Game of the Year. But, yeah, that game looks good. Yeah, I've been watching it since they started releasing the trailers, and uh, I know it. You can always count on Rockstar Games. Yeah. And uh, one last thing before I go. Um, I know Bruno's not a Pittsburgh fan, but uh, I'm about an hour and a half away from Pittsburgh. So um, I guess good luck to the Steelers. I'll be watching them tomorrow night. Uh, uh, beat the Packers. Uh, if you need me to send you any tissues on Monday, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I will. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, I mean, Packers as far as going down, as far as um, games, I mean, LA, I mean, that game's going to be good. Gears three, um, Ghost Recon, uh, Battlefield three. Um, geez, there's a Bullet Storm. There's Halo, a there's a bunch of games. So. Halo Combat Evolved. And uh, oh, that's I went right, game yeah. of the year, but. <laughs> <laughs> Achievements in the first Halo game. Yeah. Yeah, G- Gabber said Ghost Recon probably won't come out. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath to Future Soldier. Yeah. I've pretty much given up on that, so. Yeah, me either. I mean, I, I'm just, there is there's a lot of games. I mean, for, for the year that 360 is supposed to die, it's a, it's amazing what's coming out. So, Mass Effect 3. Yeah. All right. I, I know a bunch of you guys are looking forward to that. So four is a four. Three. Yeah, I already said. Yeah, I said Battlefield three. Um, Dragon Age two. Yeah, Dragon Age two. Yep. Records of Agarus War zero. <laughs> you get another moment out. That. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, me three. <laughs> yeah, but that, he's, he's gone. Rap. He had to go to work. Uh, right, <laughs> Brink. Oh, yeah, yes. Brinkson. Duke Nukem Forever. Oh, whatever. I'm buying that game. I'm buying <laughs> yeah. that game. Be fun. I'm giving Gearbox my support for finally having the cojones to, you know, hey, they went in and bought this game and just said, we're putting it out. Bam, and it's coming. Hail to the king, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Elder uh, Scrolls Scrim. Elder Scrolls. Portal. Yeah, somebody, you said Portal 2 already. That's a good one. Yeah, Gears of War 3, I think that's going to be a good game. Yeah. I think they're going to really pack it all in there this year. Yeah. I Am Alive, isn't that coming out on XBLA, is what you mentioned in the site, Wayne? Ah, it's, who cares? Yeah. What games we're excited about. <laughs> so. Well, f- for um, 
Did anybody uh, win the code for 1943? Homefront. Home oh, front. yeah. Home front. Crisis, Crisis 2. 2. Yeah. So, did anybody enter that code for 1943? Blur 2. Blur I don't 2. think Voodoo, I don't think Blur 2's coming out. <laughs> they, they're getting rid of that developer. They're trying to shut them down, but... Yeah. So... Uh, All right. Well, I think unless anybody's got any other questions, I think we're going to wrap it up because we are hitting our two hours and this thing might stop on us at any moment. So um, do you want to go down the list of people to let them sign out first? Yeah, let's do that. Um, Hawk is here and he says X, this Xbox Life rules. He loves us. <laughs> He's signing out. <laughs> Captain Hook, uh, why don't you go ahead and sign off for us here? What do you, go ahead. Well, um, I love you guys, and I hope everybody have a good night. And um, I'll catch you later. Later, Captain. And Voodoo's here. He's with us. Uh, he has no, no phone. Um, appreciate you being here, buddy. And Soul. Soul, what time did you have to get up for this call? Oops, unmute. <laughs> Well, I actually didn't go, or I actually didn't wake up. I just stayed up. Um, it's currently 5:44 a.m., so I'm gonna oh. go to bed right after this ends. <laughs> so I'll see everybody on Xbox Live later. Uh, peace out. Thanks, man. Thanks. Um, Clef13 is here. Thank you for coming. Uh, Gabbers, go ahead. Uh, yeah, thanks for doing the show, guys. It was pretty cool. And uh, watch your back if you play with Brun. He'll betray you. <laughs> he didn't betray me. <laughs> well, he'll betray everyone but you. There you go. All right, thanks, man. And Dark Eye Defender, go ahead. Love you, guys. Oh, you already signed up. I'll just do it again. All right. Um, crazy Brogger, out of here. See you later. Later. And Peter Troy, did you did you say goodbye? I don't remember. Maybe uh, he did. You unmute me. <laughs> yeah, I did. I couldn't remember if you if you said goodnight or goodbye or not. Ah, uh, yeah, sort of. Uh, yeah, just keep up the good work and uh, go Pittsburgh. And uh, I'll be on playing Xbox tonight if anybody wants to play anything. All righty, sounds good. Uh, Ravioli had to take off. He, uh, he had to work tonight. Um, somehow, Parisar got muted. <laughs> yes, Still with us, Rob? Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, man. I just noticed that. I was like, how did he get muted? <laughs> I know Wait, exactly E-Dog's how. muted too. How did that happen? <laughs> I must have hit mute all by mistake. Right. <laughs> oh, I got Brun muted too. Yeah, I must have. Sorry, guys. Uh, call go me ahead, a Rob. traitor. You're lucky I was <laughs> muted when you called me a traitor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thanks. Signing out, Rob. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we were still talking. Yeah, this is uh, Rob Austin. This is Preachar. Catch y'all later. Hey, everybody. Uh, you know, thanks for joining. It was uh, definitely an awesome show. And Eric. Uh, yeah, it was glad to be here. This is Elite E-Dog, signing out. Run. 
Um, uh, Club 13 said Deus X2, which is going to be a good game as well. But yeah, uh, Brun, BJ Swick 33, the super master sergeant shooter person to the extreme. <laughs> I'm not a traitor. <laughs> we forgot to talk about what was it? Not Call of Duty, Duty Duty Calls. Duty Calls. Oh, yeah. that's posted on our website, and it's also in the forums. You guys got to go check out Duty Call's video, um, and, and and it's hysterical. It's a bullet storm kind of ripping on Call of Duty, and it's funny. Even if you're a Call of Duty fan, just laugh with it and, and take it in stride. It's it's good fun. And boring. I be- boring. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> um, I think that's everybody. I apologize if I missed anyone. There's a big list here. And it keeps moving around as everybody's chatting, so I hope I got everybody. Um, Hawk says, keep up the good work, guys. You need to do this again. And we will. We definitely will. This worked out very well tonight. And um, check out our website, thisxboxlife.com. We have forums. Post in the forums. Say hello to everybody. Introduce yourself. And um, keep listening. we got more codes. Uh, we're on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash thisxboxlife. Um, listen to Achievement Hounds, subscribe to both shows and iTunes and Zune. Uh, we're, we're in both places. And you can listen directly or download from our website. I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. <laughs>